Okay. Um, yeah. Uh, welcome to 366 in 2016. That's what this thing's called, isn't it? I think, I think. so. Yeah. Um, I'm here again with my good friend it's Adrian. It's your podcast. And I know, man. I, <laughs> I, I haven't been recording for a while. Uh, I just, I don't know. I haven't been bothered. I should be better. Um, I think the most important thing is you're still watching movies. I, I am still watching movies, and I'm still... So I'm, So the last movie I talked about was with you. It was Blade Runner, which was film number 11. Okay. Um, I'm up to film number 30... Actually, fuck, I'm up to 30, 35 That's pretty now. good. So, yeah. Yeah, um, I'm up to 31, I'm so... Yeah. I'm, I'm one for one at the moment. Okay, well, that's, I mean, that's, that's pretty good as well. Yeah. Um, I've been doing a bunch of the Oscars uh, recently. Okay. So, um, cool. so what I'm going to do, super quickly, is I'm just going to run through every film I've seen since number 11, so films 12 to 35. Sure. I'm going to say the name, whether I liked it, and what I liked about it or what I didn't like about it. Okay. Okay. So, number 12, uh, Trainwreck, starring Amy Schumer, the Judd Hapatow one. I liked it. I thought it was a nice, like, fairly refreshing rom-com. Um, and Amy Schumer is hilarious. In yeah, my she's, she's awesome. Um, number 13, Dazed and Confused, Richard Linklater's um, film uh, from the 90s, but it's set in the 70s. Um, I thought it was a really good film. The music was excellent. I just found myself, the first half, I don't have any nostalgia for that period, so I, it was kind of a bit boring, but then I then I got into it, the second half. Um, number 14, The Prestige. I watched that the day that I heard um, that David Bowie had passed away, um, and he was amazing in that film. The film's... Uh, Pretty like it's it's good fun, um, and it's uh, was, he, was Jackman. He in that? Yeah, he he played oh. uh, Nikolai Tesla. Okay, he was really good. I don't remember the, that. Yeah, um, so I, I liked I liked the Prestige and uh, David Bowie. Uh, yeah, number fifteen, I saw The Revenant, um, which I think Leo will win for. I think he kind of deserves it. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I, it was he he did do a good performance. Tom Hardy less so, in my opinion. Yep. Um, but also best cinematography, I think. I saw that as well. I didn't love it, but I didn't it, love it either. It but was... I, I really liked it. You know, I, I yeah. It, it, it did have amazing cinematography. That I'll mm-hmm. give it that. I, I thought it went for a bit too long, though. I oh, you could level that criticism at a lot of films. Though. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, it was such a yeah. simple storyline that I yeah. don't think it deserved two and a half hours of screen time. But it looked great while it was doing it. Yeah, I never found myself wishing it was going to be over soon, though. I I was I was fairly gripped by it, and I and I and I really do. I think you know it is a fantastic performance by DiCaprio. Maybe not his best, but still one that's well deserving of the um the Oscar. It definitely has the best um, sleeping in a horse scene. Yeah, yeah, so since far. since since Empire Strikes Back, at least. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, and uh, yeah, okay. Next um, was uh, the Eddie Murphy's. I think it was eighties film, The Golden Child. Oh no! Because um, uh, they were talking about it on the Flop House, so I thought I'd I'd watch that. Uh-huh. Um, just watch Big Trouble in Little China instead. It's basically the same film, but like much better. Yep. That's that's all I've got to say about that. Um, Number 17, What Happened, Miss Simone, the documentary about Nina Simone on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw that as well. Yeah, I, I thought the, the, the film was, was fantastic. Um, and wow, wow, it does show you that she was a very flawed but amazing person, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah I, 
I, for me, it was um, it was more of a case of I liked the the subject, but I didn't mm-hmm. like the documentary. Didn't like the documentary. I have like super high standards because I'm I'm holding up like you know Man on Wire and Looking for Sugar Man, uh, Searching for Sugar Man mm-hmm. as awesome documentaries, and anything else is just not living up to it. Okay. Which kind of um, I've got another one I want to talk about there because I've watched a few documentaries from this year. Um, yeah. So we'll, we'll get we'll get back to that conversation. Sure. Um, after what I missed, number eighteen, uh, Inside Lewin Davis. Yep. Uh, which I really liked, actually. Yeah, I like that one. Um, it for a Coen Brothers film, it was very um, slow and nothing happened, but I kind of really liked that. Mm. Um, and turns out that uh, Poe Dameron can can sing and play guitar. <laughs> what can't he do? He can fly an X-wing. He, he, he can invent robots that you know have artificial intelligence. This guy's amazing. You've seen X Machina, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Good. <laughs> um, okay. Then nineteen. Woman in Gold. Um, super interesting story. Competent film. Not amazing. Okay. Yeah. Um, Helen, Mir- uh, Helen Mirren and Tatiana Maslany are really good in it. Um, playing the same character. Ryan Reynolds is in it as well, and he's Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> like, I, I like Ryan Reynolds, but he's Ryan... Like, you know, he's not Helen Mirren. He's you know? just Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. <laughs> um, number 20, Ghost in the Shell. The original... The, the um, first one, okay. Yeah, the first one. I haven't seen it. I haven't seen that for um, a long time. That's a good, yeah, good movie. Yeah, it's really good. It did feel like, you know, uh, it, it, it was essentially the precursor to The Matrix and you could feel that. Yeah. Yeah, it was apparently what inspired the Wachowskis. Um, I liked it. Then I watched, for number 21, I watched uh, last year's Fantastic Four. Oh, no, you didn't. I did. <laughs> uh <laughs> What I think the worst thing, the most offensive thing, is that you can see that somewhere in there is a good film. Yeah. They just didn't release that one. Like, you could see that the, the actors are great, uh, and, you know, there's, there's some really nice moments in it, but the actual film as a whole makes no sense. There's, it's, just, it's, it's just shit. But it just, it makes, it's even worse because you can see something good in there somewhere. Yeah, oh, frustrating. Okay, then I watched the game uh, from David Fincher. Mm. Great um, movie. From, yeah, that is a great. I'd never seen it before. Um, we won't spoil it. If you haven't seen it, go watch it because it is one. I think it is a film that everyone should watch. Um, and for some reason, I don't think it gets the attention it deserves. No, I, I think like he's more famous for, I guess seven. Yeah. Did, he, did he do seven? He did seven, right? I think so. I mean, yeah. he's, he's he's done a, and he's done a lot of good films. He's a yeah. brilliant director. But yeah, um, the that last scene though is just oh, amazing. I, we won't my mind. get into it, but it is ah, oh, it's so good. <laughs> we'll talk about that off 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 mic. Yeah. Um. Uh. Twenty twenty three. I watched The Big Short. Um, which I really liked, actually. Um. There was a moment where um, Anthony Bourdain... Have you seen it? I haven't seen it yet. Okay. So it's about the big financial crisis. Yeah. Of, um, yeah. Uh, and there's a moment where he basically goes, okay, to explain this concept, here's famous chef Anthony Bourdain. And I found that <laughs> so far... I, 
I was literally, I was taking a drink of beer at the time and I just, I laughed, I just snorted beer all over my friend. And I was like, I'm so sorry. But he's getting Anthony of Bourdain to explain like economics and this is brilliant. Um, so that was, yeah, I, I liked that. That was great. 24, I watched um, Escape from LA, a John Carpenter one starring um, Kurt Russell. Because um, I watched Escape from New York earlier this year. Okay. Um, I think I prefer Escape from New York. It yeah, seems so a little bit more coherent as a as a film, as a vision. Slightly from LA. less campy. Yeah, super campy, super, um, yeah, just goofy as well. Yeah. A lot of fun. Like, I, I enjoyed it, but it was, yeah, I think I preferred New York. Um, 25, I watched Into the Woods, um, which, uh, which I liked, um, it's not my favorite musical on film, but, yeah. and it's not even close, but you know, it was good. It was again, it was like competent, I think. I think I, I, I agree with you there. Although I was singing songs from it yeah. for like the next week after I saw that. Mm. Um, then I watched Labyrinth cause I hadn't seen that before. Mm. Uh, so there's another fantastic Bowie performance. Yeah, yeah. He he does. He seems like he's acting in a different movie, but it works. You know, it's like I I didn't like that movie. Okay, I I, I, I did. I really, I really enjoyed it. Um, I I found it fun. I feel that I would have enjoyed it if I had seen it younger. when I was younger. Yeah, yeah I, I I know what you mean. But it's just very dated. Oh, I th- I think it holds up, but that's yeah. That I, owl, I, that I, I owl at like the that. start. Oh my god. Oh, the owl was pretty bad. I couldn't get over it. But I'm so glad they didn't use any other computer generated the whole time. Like, yeah, because I thought I thought the the puppets held up, in my opinion. The, the puppets held up, except for that one that musical sequence with the three red puppets that were dancing around. Okay. Yeah, that okay. was terrible. <laughs> um, the next film was was uh, quite a departure from Labyrinth. I watched Straight Outta Compton. Also Which starring I... David Bowie, right? Yeah, uh, <laughs> that would have been, it. Would have been a, a little bit of a different film. Um, I loved it. I thought it was fantastic. I think it is an out- outright shame that it didn't get nominated for more this year. Okay. Um, I thought there were some brilliant performances. The film itself was, you know, very well made. Yeah, I really like that. Okay. Uh, 28, um, Winter on Fire, Ukraine's Fight for Freedom. Uh, another documentary. Have you seen this one? No, I haven't seen that one. So it's a ne- it's another Netflix one, nominated for Best Documentary Feature. Okay. Um, it's about the, um, basically the big protests that happened in the Ukraine a few years ago, um, uh, leading up to the, the, the Russian annexation of, um, uh, Crimea um, okay. and it was amazing I I think it's got my vote for best documentary feature of the year so far I, I loved it I thought it was just brilliant I'll have to, I'll have to see that one yeah I'd, I'd recommend it I thought the um, a lot of it was footage from the actual because it wasn't that long ago so mm. um, a lot of it was actual footage from the from the thing and then interspersed with you know news and um, uh interviews with people who were there looking back on it um uh incredibly sad uh but really human as well and and uplifting at the end um yeah i i really enjoyed that very well made um i rewatched the truman show so i'm not counting that great great Um, movie 
ideas. It's it's one of my all-time favorites. Um, all right, number 29, the 100-year-old man who climbed out a window and disappeared. Um, or I, I, I shortened it on Twitter to T100YOMWCOAWAD, and you were quite confused, I think. Um <laughs> I think it. I think it takes more time to say that than the actual. <laughs> it name. takes more time to say it, but it's it's on Twitter when you've got one forty characters. It's man. shorter. <laughs> the hundred year old man who climbed out a window and disappeared. You can only give it like I can. You can only say is good. That's the only <laughs> you've got left. Um, it was it was all right. It felt like um, uh, I think I said this on Twitter. It felt like a mix between like a Coen Brothers uh movie like Big Lebowski or Fargo. You know where where. Just things keep escalating and escalating and, and to, to ridiculous lengths. Yeah. Mixed with Forrest Gump. Okay. Um, it it was, but it just the the ending was was probably the bit that let me down the most. It, I felt it ended way too quickly and it, it wasn't satisfying. But um, right. Other than that, it was it was fun. It was a, it was a very fun movie. Yeah. Um, number thirty, Anomalisa. Yep. Uh, which which I thought was brilliant. Charlie Kaufman, right? Yeah, Charlie Kaufman, um, puppets. Uh, but it also, like, even though it's with puppets, it also feels like the most real and human film that I've seen Charlie Kaufman make. You know, it's not, there's no, there's some, but it's not, like, a, a grand fantasy like some like his other films. Yeah. Um, and I, it's, it's, it's creepy, but beautiful and sad and weird and very, but very human. Overall, very human. Nice. Uh, 31, Room, um, which I believe, well, I, I think should be best picture this year. I thought that was just a, a I really want to see that. Brilliant. I think I'm going to see it tomorrow. Absolutely brilliant. Yeah. Um, uh, Brie Larson, fa- absolutely phenomenal. Um, the child actor, brilliant. Just, I won't say any more. Yeah. Um, because you should, yeah, it's, it's one you shouldn't know much going in, I think. All, all I know is that everyone's been saying that just like, can't stop crying after seeing it. It is it is very sad, and <laughs> I, I I was in tears here. There's, there's just one moment at the end, and Brie Larson just pulls it off, and it is just so you are in tears. It's yeah. Um, I'll I'll, I'll, uh, I'll bring tissues. I think I recommend it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Thirty two. Um, I watched Spotlight. Um, which was good. It, it's a procedural. It's very. Mm. You know, now we have to do this, and there's a problem, and then we solve it, and then we do this, and there's a problem, and then we solve it. Um, brilliant cast. Uh, I thought they all did a fantastic job. Um, uh, Ruffalo was a little... There were times where it felt like he was going a bit overboard, but uh, everyone else... That's Ruffalo uh, being Ruffalo. Yeah, exactly. You know, you wouldn't like him when he's angry. <laughs> um, and that was probably the part of the movie I liked the least was actually when he was angry, so... <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, I didn't like him when he was angry, funnily enough. 33, uh, Amy, I watched. The um, the documentary about Amy Winehouse. I, I've heard good things about that, but I haven't seen it yet. Very, very good documentary. Um, I think it's a better film than What Happened, Miss Simone. Mm. Um, and it's also one where I, I didn't know too much about Amy Winehouse. Like, I knew... A bunch of her songs, and I know she has a fantastic voice, but I didn't know much about her and and her life. And uh, this was a very uh, interesting portrayal. I, the The dad comes off as an absolute asshole, though. Yeah. Um, 
and he but he was also being very candid with the documentary it seemed I don't know um, and then today I watched Brooklyn um, so we're in up number 34 now Brooklyn who's, who um, stars in that again uh, oh god don't make me say her name Cersei Ronan uh, yeah I think it's pronounced um, Cersei Cersei okay. Cersei something like that that's what I think I remember seeing her on a TV show where she said it like that Cersei Ronan um, she's fantastic in yeah, it she... Uh, she's a great yeah, actress. She is, and and this is you know, uh, I for me it is a, it is a it is a toss up between her and um, uh, uh, Brie Larson for best actress because they're both fantastic. I haven't seen Carol yet though. Mm. So. Um, yeah, and then I I literally just like before we started recording, I finished watching Sicario. Um, with Emily Blunt, Benicio del Toro. Yeah, and, what did you um, think? I really want to see that. Um, I think it's it's really good. It's it's a it's quite brutal, mm. um, but it, it it is really good. It's uh, I think my favorite part about it. The cinematography is is beautiful, and I think in any other year it'd have a a chance, but um, I think this is the revenant's year for cinematography. Right. Um, I do think. It should win best score, though. The score was brilliant. I loved it. Cool. Um, the film itself, yeah, uh, gripping. Um, but yeah, it, it, it was a, maybe maybe a little too brutal. I don't know. I I don't have any frame of reference. So, and that's that's it. So I've gone from film number what number twelve to number thirty-five. Just then, that was that was all right. Good catch up. Yeah. Um, do you have any highlights that you've you've seen? Yeah, so I'll go through the ones that scored well for me on my list. Um, yeah, I saw Carol. Carol was really good. Um, okay. Really kind yeah, of. I haven't seen that yet. Yeah, so understated, kind of surreal, almost uh, really good performances by both Kate Blanchett and Rooney Mara. I'm actually surprised that Rooney Mara was nominated for supporting rather than and not yeah that's what I've heard main act- acting because she was pretty much the main character in that movie. Mm-hmm. Um, what else? I saw Computer Chess. Have you seen Computer Chess? I have. Uh, that's it's a that was I, a weird movie for d- me. Didn't love it, but very bizarre and very bizarre. Noteworthy yeah. for that. Yep. For that, in that, in that respect. Mm-hmm. Um, didn't love the Hateful Eight. Okay, I've heard that. I've heard people say it's their least favorite Tarantino. Yeah, it's it had pacing issues. Okay. Um, He's usually so good at pacing. Yeah, I think he just went overboard with the dialogue this time. Okay, because usually, like, I would, I can't think of a single other Tarantino film that I would say lacks good pacing. Mm. That's that's usually something I love about his films. Is even like Django, which is pretty long. I think it's incredible. Yeah, it's yeah. it's very much a slow first act. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, Did you see it in the cinema? Yeah, I saw it in seventy mil. Seventy mil, nice yeah. with the intermission. Yeah, it looked great. Um, mm-hmm. And when the when the starting credits were rolling, I'm like, this is a great soundtrack. And then it turns out it was by Ennio Morricone. Oh. Of course, so, it's a great soundtrack. Yeah, yeah, it was brilliant. Uh, it mm-hmm. it surprisingly didn't use a lot of 
popular songs in the soundtrack this time, as he mm. usually does. But yeah, it was it was good. Um, okay. another noteworthy one that I didn't love is um, Tangerine. Have you heard mm-hmm. of that one? I've heard of it. Wasn't it shot on an iPhone? Yeah, it's shot entirely on, on I think, yeah. iPhone 5S, which is like the same phone that I have, so now I feel really <laughs> bad for... Yeah, why Why don't you have having... a, you know, major motion picture out? <laughs> exactly. Um, Actually, a really funny movie, but I didn't... Yeah, I didn't love it. Oh, it's, okay, so it's funny. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I, I've, I've been meaning to watch it. I think I will. Yeah. Yeah. Um, My Brilliant Career... By Gillian okay. Armstrong, 1979 okay. Aussie film based yep. on the book. Okay. Uh, not sure if you've read the book, but if you read the book, it it's very faithful to the source material, which I really liked. Okay, I, I, I just I finished reading the book before I watched it, so. Yeah. Okay. Nice. Yeah. With Sam Neill's in it, is he? Sam Neill's in it. Um, I like Sam Judy Neill. Davis. Okay. Yeah. Young young Judy Davis and young Sam Neill is very strange to see. <laughs> um, the Duke of Burgundy. Have you heard of that one? Oh, I don't know. I highly oh, recommend it. I think it. I've seen it. I, th- I haven't. Oh, no, I haven't seen the film, but I've seen it around. I think. Yeah. yeah. It's about this. Um, okay. Uh, it's it's actually. I was looking up movies that pass the Be- Bechdel test the other day. Mm-hmm. This one has no male characters in it. There you go. So, yeah, so, so it d- definitely, definitely passes. Does. That's excellent. Um, um, it's about this master-slave couple. Okay. <laughs> it's well, a romance, I'm, I'm be... but it's also quite surreal. Should I do a double feature of that and Fifty Shades of Grey? Is that the? <laughs> that would be brilliant. Because I, I I do have Fifty Shades of Grey. I, I rented it on iTunes, so it's oh, sitting on my computer. Why? Because it is nominated for an Oscar. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, um, that makes sense, yeah. but I still wouldn't want to watch it. <laughs> uh, directed by a woman. True. True. Yeah. I am. That, that is one of my challenges, trying to... Yeah, I'm going to try... my movies, hopefully, are going to be by women. women. I'm, I'm going to try and do at least 52 this year. At least. I think if I do less than 52, okay. that is... A, that is um, that's a failure. I'm up to uh, fourteen at the moment. Okay, yeah. So I'm I'm only on uh, I'm I think I'm on three. Um, so the next one was the Babadook, also by yeah. a woman, Australian as well. Oh, awesome! Horror oh, movie that's that. Australian no, I mean, I, I watch by a woman yeah. is kind of rare. Um, yeah. but really good, and got okay. me thinking about it a lot afterwards, which is nice. a mark of a good film for me. Is it scary? It's really scary at some points. Not like, like the whole way through, but it has some scary what, moments. What type of scary? So like on a scale between um, uh, like The Shining and, I don't know. Is it, is it anything like The Shining in terms of It's kind scariness? of like, psychological, scary, like, like The Shining. Yeah. A, a lot of... Because I can deal with that, but like uh, anything that's just like... Over the top, I just no. I so a, a lot of the scares are like kind of off screen, so to speak. Yeah, cool. I like I like it. I like stuff. Yeah. Like that more. Okay, it's so like I'm very kind of tense. I'll, I'll watch it. I, I've been waiting. I've been meaning to watch it anyway. So. Um, 
I saw a League of Their Own, which was really fun. Okay, I have I, not seen it. I love baseball movies. Okay. <laughs> and this one's about, you know, the female league back when the World War, World War Two was happening. Oh, okay. That's cool. um, directed by, by a woman, which ticked that box for me. Okay. Um, Tom Hanks, Gina Davis. Tom Hanks, Gina Davis. Yeah. Madonna. <laughs> Madonna's in it. Rosie John O'Donnell's Lovitz. in it. Yeah, okay. John okay. Lovitz in it. John Lovitz was being John Lovitz. Gary Marshall and Phil Pullman and <laughs> yeah, it's a it's a crazy cast. Oh, because it's directed by Penny Marshall. Okay, there you yeah, go. makes sense. Um, a girl walks home alone at night. I've been meaning to watch this. Ah, oh, so good. Okay, so cool. good. Um, I won't say too much about it, but good. It looks great. Um, yeah, uh, it's very atmospheric, very stylish. Okay, I will. I will watch it. I think you'll enjoy that. Um, and I think the latest one that's noteworthy was Advantageous, which yep. is like this, I'm assuming, really low-budget sci-fi movie. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what, only really real thing that let it down is that it it looks very small-scale. Okay. But it's So if they a, had a bit more budget, you think it would have been a much better film? Yeah. I, and I think it it probably could have been developed more in terms of script, but mm-hmm. it brings up a lot of interesting issues, and yeah, it's 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 worth watching. Okay. It's not it's not like a fully realized dystopia, but it's yeah. it's getting there. Okay. So yeah. All right. Okay, and um, I'll put links in the show notes if anyone wants to follow our lists we're both using uh, letterboxd yeah um really cool site it is it's i've been i've been getting into it um and like browsing it and because i i I used to use i've used for years there's another site that's similar it's not as good called icheckmovies.com and it's basically just a lot of lists and you check movies and it remembers which ones you've checked over different lists so you know um so that one I have like a big list of movies I've seen on that one, but I'll I mean I might even cough up for Letterboxd Pro so I can just import it all. Yeah, I I might do that as well. Um, because I I do I really like Letterboxd and I love the feature the diary feature. Um, yeah, because that's super useful for what we're doing. Yeah, yeah. I've started a list as well of if anyone's interested of the um, films that I've seen that are directed by women or co-directed by women. So, if that's the kind of thing Excellent. that you I think would I'm like to do, that then list. yeah, I I am I've liked that list. Yeah, I've seen fourteen uh, percent of those movies. Cool. That's that's two of them. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, it's kind of okay. it's kind of sad that how how few mm. movies that are like you know well um, hyped are by women, so. Yeah, I'm trying to fix that for my. Well, I mean, personally. yeah, and, and uh, not just women as well, just that come from a like you know minority as well. You know, mm-hmm. uh, big discussion at the moment. Oscars so white, right? Yeah, like, and I think I'm really disappointed with the Oscars this year because I, I think there are a bunch of amazing performances that they have just completely snubbed. Yeah. Um, 
you know, that's it is that that's so hopefully the changes that the academy is putting in place help. Who knows? Mm. So that's January, I guess, sorted. Yeah, um, I've been really enjoying it, doing this, mm. so watching films. Yeah, it, it um, hasn't become tedious yet. No, not yet. Um, but we're, yeah, we're we're twelfth of the way through. So. Yeah, and I've already seen like, you know, two or uh, three fifths of what I saw last year in terms of number. Yeah, uh, I think I'm. Yeah, I think I'm close to what I saw last year. Yeah. I don't think I what you know. Actually, I don't know if I would. I would have watched thirty-five films last year. I. I think I watched fifty exactly last year. Okay. And I'm also yeah. My record is about one hundred and two or something. Um. I'm also trying to watch every Oscar movie, which I haven't done before. Um, mm. And this is actually the first year, I think, where I've seen every Best Picture nominee. Ever. Okay. I usually try to see I've never, I've, every usually I, yeah. Best Picture. Pardon? But I usually try to see every Best Picture nominee, but yeah. not necessarily every nominee. Yeah. Or, this time, I'm, I'm, I figure, like, if I'm watching 366 movies... I, I can th- that's a list that I can watch I'm you know yeah so that that, that helps um, I might try and watch all the Razzies as well okay um, that's, I'm not that sure sounds like a terrible idea I think it, 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 it's an awful idea yeah um, speaking of awful ideas um, we were gonna we were talking about setting a, a challenge for each month yes yeah um so we're gonna we're gonna discuss that now about what the challenge for February is. Yep. And um, this is one I'd, of your setting. Yeah. So I I had one. I think we might save this for later though. The one that I currently have. What oh, the one that we discussed. Yeah. Or should we just go for that one? Nah, let's just go for it. Okay. Um, how many did I say? Was it ten? Ten. All right. Okay. So the challenge is we both have to watch um, ten Nick Cage movies that we've never seen before. Mm-hmm. That's the challenge. Um, it is. It's. It's an early Cagemas for us. Cagemas um, in February. Cagemas in February. But we are. We are going to watch ten Nick Cage movies that we haven't seen. I already have one lined up uh, because I have. I've never seen adaptation. So. Ah uh, yeah, yeah, neither have I. I really want to see that. Yeah. I forgot so, about that. Uh, especially after um, uh, watching Anomalisa, and I listened to a really great uh, interview with. Um, uh, Charlie Kaufman on uh, Mark Maron's podcast, WTF. Mm. So I'd recommend listening to that as well. So adaptation sitting on my hard drive, ready to, ready to go. That's probably the only one that I am looking forward to seeing. <laughs> well, let's let's go to his IMDb and see see what see what we can watch. Even like the, the stuff available on Netflix, like he has two oh, movies. Yeah. What, what has he got on Netflix? He has two movies that is like about predicting the future. And I'm pretty sure I've seen one of them already. <laughs> he has, like, Next and um, something else. I don't know. Um, let's have a look. Nicolas Cage. Oh, that's right. He, he spells it with a, without the H, doesn't he? Yep. Um... I haven't seen Ghost uh, any of the Ghost Rider ones. Yeah, I haven't seen Face Off either, to be honest. Oh really? Oh, that's great. Yeah, so Face Off is good. Face Off, I'll, I'll add. Yeah. Uh, let's see. 
Ghost Rider. Yeah, he has heaps of movies. But, uh, <laughs> he has so many movies. Um, 81 credits on IMDb. Wow. Um, so we, we've got plenty to plenty to go from. So which which movies were, was I thinking of? So he he did he did Knowing, which is about you know, uh, know yep. knowing the future. Yep. But he also a couple of years before that he did Next, which I haven't seen. But it it sounds like it's the same movie. <laughs> so that sounds yeah I, yeah. I think the guy just like he's he just wants to work. I think I don't know? think he turns down any job. No, and I think that's you know that's not a bad thing. Yeah. Yeah. So I am looking forward to the really bad ones. Um, one of my friends is a Nicolas Cage uh, connoisseur, mm-hmm. so I've asked him which ones, which which, which good ones, ones and which watch. bad ones I should watch. I think I might go back uh, through the Flophouse archives and see what what they've watched for Cage Mrs. Past as well, okay. and, um, and and watch them. Yeah, I mean, the, I think the favorite ones that I've seen uh, were. The, the the trilogy of the rock. I also Con- haven't Con- seen Con- the Wicker Man so... and Face Off. Yeah. Con Air, I've seen. Yeah. Have you seen um, the Rock? Uh, ages ago. Okay. To the point where I barely remember it, so I don't know if I'm going to count that as a rewatch or not. Okay. Um. Yeah, he has some, he has yeah. some good movies. As in, and he has some actually enjoyable movies. Yeah. And um, he has some terrible movies. He has some terrible movies. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. Uh, does he have anything on the Razzies this year? No, he doesn't. <laughs> That's surprising. Hmm. I should have said Adam Sandler as a challenge instead. Maybe maybe they've just retired him from the Razzies. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's well, my favourite thing with the... My favourite thing with the Razzies is, um... Uh... That they also do... They do a, an award... Um, which is, I think it's like the a Redeemer Award or something, mm. where it's like someone who was previously nominated for a Razzie who's actually done something good this year. Right. So, like, Sylvester Stallone this year got is, is nominated for that category. Yep. Um, as is Elizabeth Banks. Yep. Um, so, I, I think that's a, that's a, you know, that's a, that's a fun... That's a good fun category. category. I like it. Yeah, I like it. Um, yeah, so the next the next couple of movies I'm going to watch are probably you know, all going to be um, uh, Oscar-nominated movies. But nice. I'll, I'll also I'll try and put in some uh, some Nick Cage movies. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to watch... Um, what's it called? Looking for Grace today. Okay. Aussie movie. Looks good. Nice. Yeah. All right, um... Okay, I think that's it for the episode. All right.